When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryback Show. Happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, the big guy, Ryback. Streaming live Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you guys very much for the love and support over there. Swing on over here, guys, to YouTube at Ryback TV, where you're the co-host of this show. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes. Super chats are always greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen. We are streaming live on Facebook at Ryback Reeves and Twitter at Ryback. Trademarked. This show's brought to you by. Nope, not going there yet. This show's available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated if you've got a moment, guys. And thank you very much to all of our audio listeners each and every week. This show, this podcast, is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women. He, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. Today, today, guys, until midnight Pacific time, if you sign up on feedmemore.com on my email and text message program, all it is is you get an email and a, and a text message once a week, usually Wednesday, Thursday, email Wednesday, the, the text message on Thursday, no spamming. My message of the week, if I can condense it into the text message, we will. If not, you just get a discount on the text message, a big discount, not available usually anywhere else on this, and the email uh, the same way on that, but with my thought of the week of, of whatever's going on. Could be a health or fitness tip, could be something about mindset, life uh, on that, just with the, the hashtag hungry mindset or a, a personal story of something I've learned uh, over the years Nothing, though, of you sign up for these other programs where I've done this and we get blocked by some of these gurus and other people. They just spam you all day long, five, six, seven, eight emails or text messages a day sometimes. That's not what this is. It's literally my thank you to you as well as to grow my email and text message list by giving you a discount not made available, bigger discounts in, in rewarding our loyal customers. We have a very high returning, loyal, loyal customer base. Um, 
so today though on here the the text message that went out it's for a, a special discount today it's a mystery discount uh just use code mystery box mystery box on feedmemore.com uh after you add the items to your cart and you could see how big today's discount is if you sign up for those email and text message programs to get the discounts and save if you're a returning loyal customer all righty then plugs out of the way gotta pay the bills Got my workout in early. No cardio yet, though, outside. I, I just walked the dogs. I took the dogs for a nice little walk and uh, made a half a serving of Wake Up Unlimited Energy here, doing half a serving of that. I'll grab a coffee later on. Uh, I got to go back and do cardio sauna. I've been splitting up my cardio a little from my weight training. Um, I, I usually don't. I've always done it together. I usually weight train and get everything all done and then my shoulder stuff and, and then uh, and my, my cardio and conditioning and then usually sauna on select days. But I've been splitting up the cardio sauna from the weight training part uh, just a little. And like today's one of those days I, I decided to do that. And so I'm uh, it, it's good because it allows me it, the, the workout, the longer it, it is, it's always hard. And even though I, I do a good job, I feel of staying focused and continuously pushing myself sometimes it's nice too to just switch things up a little bit not even every day just sometimes and uh it kind of just ends i've kind of cranked things up and, and amplifying things and, and getting ready i was out by the pool writing out uh <laughs> some 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 uh some ideas different things like planning out the weeks and uh it feels good i haven't done that in a long time and uh and, and it get your brain working and being creative and um, weather's beautiful in Vegas right now with everything. So it's nice to sit out there and relax and anyways, but like uh, it's good watching wrestling and it, it, it just how just it's funny how it naturally just happens the way that you're, you're watching it gets even more in, intense in a way. And uh, it's good. This is how I like to, it makes me feel good. That part of the, the the process is just kicking in on its own naturally as everything gets closer and closer. And as I said, the 30 day opposition on the Ryback trademark, uh, we cleared all that April 5th was, was the last day. And I was kind of just being a little, just kind of waiting to being quiet on that part because I, we didn't want it getting opposed after all of this. And we didn't know if WWE was going to go back and, and oppose it all over. And, and it's like, it, it, it was, just remaining optimistic and, and now it's just waiting on that documentation and paper. So I'm just kind of getting things all in order and seeing and, and working even more on the shoulder, even more than I had been. And I've been doing a lot. So it's, uh, cause it's just like, uh, I'm of the mindset. So much time has gone by and like, I, I'm nobody's more over this than, than me. I can, I, however frustrated or, or anticipating uh, the moment you want Nobody more than me with all of this and, and all of what's going on on the social media end, but it's uh, it's a beautiful thing that's allowed me to to share my mindset even uh, in ways that, that I, I didn't anticipate. But it's uh, it's all been for the for the for the greater good. All right, let's get going. What do we have going on today, guys? The uh, get to some of your questions here. Thank you, Sophie and little guy are doing uh, fantastic. Sophie, remember I told you guys about her teeth grinding uh, and it turns out to take her back to the vet for a second time 
because the first vet, and I told her her ear was bothering her, and it all coincided with her teeth grinding, which she's never had any teeth issues or anything. And not to say that she couldn't, but the doctor wasn't familiar with the teeth stuff, the original vet. And uh, she like Googled it. And so she just saw like kind of what I would just see and what, why I brought her in from seeing what I saw. And, but I go, I told her, I go, I go, she, her ear. And so she brought her in the back and examined her and she goes, her teeth look good. And uh, her ears look, look completely fine. And I, I go, okay. And then, so she goes, maybe it's something internal. So we gave her medication for like a week, just for like, if it was something internal going on internally. And, and of course it, and that didn't do anything. And I kept, I bought some over the counter drops that have worked on little guy, but we were giving her those and her grinding, like calmed down for a little bit, but she never stopped, but it just calmed down from how bad it was. So those eardrops had to have been doing a little something but anyways, her teeth, it just never stopped. And it kind of was getting bad again. And I go, I can't, I go, she's never going to whine. She never even whined with her back. I got to just take her in again and make, just try to get a different doctor. And, and lucky we did. And I got another doctor and, and she has an ear infection in both ears. And in one ear was really bad. And it was, and I just go, man. And then so glad she's doing great now she's been on the medication like four days grinding's pretty much completely stopped outside of here or there so i anticipate by the next three or four days after the medication it's going to be a non-issue and we'll take her in to get to get rechecked but uh that was the thing i forgot to update you guys that had asked from on the feeding time what happened with all of that but i and i just told the doctor i go i go i don't know who that other vet the woman was and then i'd never seen her before but I, and I just said, I brought her in here. You guys have the thing for this exact thing. And, and to say, you know, she said her ears were fine. And I go, I don't know if she did. She check her ears because they weren't fine. And one of them was bleeding. It's I just I just said, I, I go, she didn't seem to know what what could be the causes of teeth grinding. I know that because she told me that. And I'm glad she told me that because I'm glad it kind of opened my eyes. that She probably wasn't the best person for that particular thing to not say she's not good at other things i don't know just but for this particular thing i would be like well i don't want to see that vet ever again just for for my dog's sake just because it was so missed on it but that's why you sometimes just gotta you gotta keep an eye on things and they actually took off like the, the they didn't charge me for the office visit because of the the other one and so that was good on it and wasn't trying to even in you know to do that with i was just saying but for that vet that I told them, I go, you guys might want to, I don't know, do a background check. <laughs> this is, you know, that's a pretty big miss. Hello, hello. Good to see all of you. Bobby, it looks like you've discovered the mystery box, feedmemore.com discount. For all people wanting to know today's big text message savings that went out that you could you could cash in on yourself. Just go to feedmemore.com, put whatever you want in your shopping cart that you would like to buy. Just put in the little where it says discount code, put mystery box. And, and the savings are all yours, Rybackers. Telling you deals, this is, if you know supplements and like what I'm doing and the ingredients and the quality, and you're seeing the prices you can get some of this stuff for, if you just sign up, I'm, it is well worth it. I'm telling you, you guys, people on a budget, you can you can get top shelf, top of the line, the best quality supplements available anywhere. 
on it and, and just do a little you can I, I encourage you to do your homework and look at when you go to these other go into your gncs and go look what these people charge go to the other a lot of these other supplement companies and look at the ingredients and the dosages and then look at the, the everything on feedmemore.com with feed me more nutrition you'll see you'll see and then, then actually try the stuff and and see and give it a fair chance and, and i promise you Way more often than not, we we have very, very happy customers. And, and I get some very nice thank yous from people that make me very proud of, of doing what I'm doing. CJ says, yeah, the, the video I posted against Roman Reigns. The, yeah, fan made that. That's why I was saying that it's funny, though. I think people just don't read. The, the, a lot of people don't read what you actually write. I always tell people, I encourage you guys, if you make clips of the show or you post videos of me and tag me in them, I can save. I have the 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 uh, stuff where I'm able to grab these these and get the watermarks off, and I'm able to re republish these videos. And and some of them get seen a lot more than others. But the fan that did that one on TikTok, it, that's the original. I was able to copy it and and, and literally do it, and uh, it's a great edit on that. With it, and that's when I debuted. It's me. It's not like a new video. It's just, and, but some people get confused, even though you think something so clearly obvious, and it is to those of us that know, and then to others, and then there's others that just want to believe anything. But it, it was, it was just a thank you to the people that was all in posting that, reposting it to people that share videos of me, because with everything that is going on, you guys keep me out there and keep me in people's minds, and this is why I always say. And, and even with WWE, they're they're foolish in how they've done all this. It's only going to make me bigger than ever with it at the right point in time is in ch putting out the lies and different things. And then because what influences kids and people read this, they don't know better and they just assume it's true. I've seen it from, from kids. They go, God, Ryback was my favorite. And I found out later he was so dangerous and hurt everybody and was sloppy and this and had a bad attitude, whatever. And, and I go, I like I, I genuinely feel bad for them and that. But I go. I, that, that they let lies shift something that they believed in and whatnot and not just, and they never followed on and, and it's crazy. They're easily convinced and they're easily swayed either direction, but it it, it works in my favor either way because those that, that do their homework and see, you know, or whatever they choose to decide if they, and they support with it and they haven't changed. And then if you turn people off from me that, that dislike me and hate me, you've just turned the energy the other way. But the energy on, is both, on both sides are still there. And, and people have an opinion one way or another. And, and then it, it, you, can, you can work with that any which way you want with it. And uh, it, it's a beautiful thing. And so I, I just look at all that and, and, and digest it as – as a positive, but I, I'm really appreciative of all of you that, that share content of me and help me get seen far more than I've been able to with everything that's going on, on, on the different platforms at different times. So thank you. I know too, and like I've, I've explained this to people. Um, if I was never going to wrestle again, and all I did was post videos too of, of like myself from the past and other things, I would, I would, I would get sick of it too. Uh, and and it's why it's really important, I think, for those that that know me and and, and follow, because uh, I, I try to explain to you, like when I did the feed me more nutri nutrition retirement polls, things right. I always kind of explain the the what's the the business tactic and mindset behind it with all of that. 
uh, and, and everything. But uh, when I post the videos and, and reshare things of like past content, it's not to like relive in my glory days. It's to keep people in people's minds and new people watching any, which people that can see my content. And it, it, it kind of keeps the, with this day and age in social media, it keeps the, the energy alive because the goal has always been to come back and right. And the longer you're gone and like it's, but I, I feel like it is in, it, it's a very good thing with that. And also it helps with business and helps with sales on the supplements and, and with marketing and, and getting seen and being associated with it. And it, there's multiple reasons behind it with it. And, and I never want anyone to think though, like you take it in like a, because I think sometimes too, you can get with people, you can get stuck doing that stuff. And it's like, it's never to relive in the past. The past doesn't matter anymore. As far as like anything that's done, like there, there's a whole new, it's a whole new, whole new route, whole new journey and it, it, it on a whole, whole other level with it. But that's the way it's always been in my mindset. Like what you've done, do is in the past and it's great for confidence and experience and, and internal things that you could use with it, but it's done. And it, 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 there's no changing it. There's not nothing. And so the only thing I can do is like what I've always done is is take whatever is positive or negative, and if it's really negative, and in, in, in use it for positive energy. Put it in that feed me more machine. It's all energy is the same. It's just how I process it and use it, right? And it all gets used in a positive direction. Turn negatives into positives. Keep positives positives, and, and you know, so that's the mindset behind all of it with everything and for anyone it's to keep people and they typically get great views compared to what I, I get on other things and, and it helps on all fronts the more you could be and that's where i tell you it, it's like it's, it's actually okay if, if people get mad and hate me because as, as long as they're on one side of the fence or they haven't you know what i mean completely checked out that's where that energy could be could be played with in between any which any which way All right, super chat coming in. Randy uh, Craftman, thank you very much. Uh, do I plan on fully curing my sl sleep apnea to the point where you got rid of it uh, or move to a sleeping mouth to a sleeping mouthpiece? Um, I've been on the nose and, 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 and face mouth mask, the one that covers your, your nose and mouth from day one. That's my favorite mask on that. I I've tried the other, um, the nose, the, the nose one and the, the, the mouthpiece. I do not like them. And they, I mean, I'm, I would imagine maybe I could get used to the mouthpiece, mouthpiece, mouthpiece over time. Um, but that, that, that full face mask is just hated it at first. And now I absolutely love it. You know, it's so easy for me to, uh, to breathe in it and I can breathe through my nose so much better now after the, the nose, I got my nose fixed there too and all that. But, um, I don't, there's the, the throat surgery. I know that I almost, I almost got, I was scheduled to get it with my nose and got talked out of it by the hospital. Cause I found out I was going to have to stay there for multiple days on a breathing machine because I wouldn't be able to breathe from the swelling from getting my nose and, and that fixed at the same time. The doctor was just trying to make as much money as possible. There was a legit risk. I would have been at a, a heightened risk to die, like of complications getting in. And the hospital came in. The, the, there was an advisor and they came and, and they talked to me because and the, the doctor was, oh, you'll be fine. It'd be good. Never said anything about having to stay at the hospital and not leaving after the procedure. And, and they go, everything 
more than likely would be fine. We always advise, though, never advise unless it's like absolutely necessary from an accident or something to get your nose and your your, your throat work done at the same time. And I go, no, no, no. Yeah. Common sense. That, yeah. And uh, and I just I was going to get it rescheduled. And, and the doctor was fine with it. And so he did the nose and did a great job. And it could breathe finally through it. And uh, but that throat procedure could be I've heard it either works or it doesn't. And and, and it's really difficult to eat for a couple weeks, which I think I would I'm pretty good with that stuff, you know, but. Um, put that decline on the TikTok there, I uh, I still it would probably be doing just protein shakes and, and soft food for at least probably a few days. If not, if not four or five, but you know, a couple weeks even possibly. So I just kind of go, uh, I'll wait and see if there's a better procedure as the time goes on. And I just haven't, I haven't seen if there's anything really new. I, I don't, I haven't heard anything. Um, and I follow a few different things that I would, I, I feel like I would have seen it, but may it's possible if there's a new procedure that's like, I know essentially though, you've got to get throat tissue removed. That's the, and there's some of the muscle in there. I don't know how they, how they, not, I don't, can't take the muscle, but the tissue that when you relax it is what closes and the bigger your neck is, the less room it has to obviously, uh, it makes it more, more the breathing issues, more, more complicated. I would like to not have to use a sleep machine though. And I, I can use it and sleep fine and breathe much better than I did with, with now that my nose is fixed, but I still have the throat issue. I, it doesn't go away. And I probably should. And the doctor told get a retest done on the sleep apnea at some point, maybe by the end of this year, and just to see where everything is at compared to where it was, you know, ten years ago or however long I got it. Uh, CJ, do, do you have tickets for WrestleMania in Vegas? Did you? I don't know the. Are you talking about the one when it was in Caesar's Palace? I was supposed to go to that. My friend, he, my friend got tickets, and uh, his uncle ended up going. And I was, I was on reserve. If their uncle was didn't go, they the ticket would have been for me, and I would have been there in person. Little 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 rye guy in person watching all his favorites, from Tatanka to Razor Ramon, Brett Hogan. Giant Gonzalez could, could have witnessed the giant Gonzalez in person, but uh, I, I wasn't. I, I've seen it since, but I was actually. It was. I was really upset. I, I was in. That was at the height of, of like as a being a kid and, and really, absolutely just in love with pro wrestling. Uncle, his name was Todd. His uncle Todd. See, you're making me really relive past, past childhood traumas. His uncle Todd, he, he he kicked a hell of a football. His uncle Todd was a big. He looked like Kenny Powers. This guy, now that I'm really thinking about him, that you've rehashed this horrible, horrible, traumatic uh, memory of my past. Uh, Justin and Jimmy Belanger were the friends that had the tickets. They got the tickets from their dad, who met Brett, knew Bret Hart somehow, and Bret Hart showed up and met them in gear as a kid, and they had it recorded to make me jealous, and I was. As a kid, and I, remember, I just remember, and then they they got me back because we were all really good friends, but we were all competitive and played sports, and I would beat them a lot of times. So I feel like this was their way of getting back at me, 
kind of now that we're we're, we're getting into the the facts of the situation and uh but their uncle todd looked like a uncle kenny powers but he drank a lot of beer and he, he drew, drove a drove a one of those those uh camaros all banged up all beat up he was he was he could he he, he did some drugs probably too he he now that i'm really analyzing what he looked like from my childhood eyes and but the, i remember we'd always go to the high school and play and we'd be playing football or whatever that his uncle his uncle could just kick the ball unlike anything and i was a kicker in high school and i was always a member but he was the one that got the ticket grown men stopped a child from going who ended up actually doing it and uncle todd didn't have no goddamn pro wrestling career could have been instrumental could have made me even better could have been what made me win the championship because I was there in person at Caesar's Palace. But no, Uncle Todd went. Had a great time. Thanks. Oh, man. And you didn't even mean to put Vegas for the question. What a what a rib. You met Hollywood. And, and what if would people is to answer your question as far as no talents can buy tickets and go to the shows. Oftentimes talents that used to work in any a company in WWE will go to the events with like families or friends or somebody and just go and they don't have any relationship with the company. Or if they have a good or decent relationship, they can always text somebody and get tickets and go to it. But in, you know, they're just there as fans. There would have been, you know, if I chose to, which I, I never, I never would, never even crossed my mind. I would never want to to do that right now. Not in the, not with what everything that's happened. No, there's just no, not the, you know, there would be there's just never even, even like is entertained that thought at all with it. But like if I wanted, the only thing is if you like go to a thing and like you're being disruptive, you know what I mean? They could, and they could technically. And with everything, if, like if I if I were to go, just say I went to a show, even causing no problems, and I just the group of fans had a ticket. Hey, Ryback, come to WrestleMania with us. We've got pretty good seats, and I just go sitting and having beers and hanging out, and people might recognize me, and and you know whatever. But WWE could very easily just have me kicked out of the the event for no for no reason. It up to their discretion, and there'd be nothing. I mean, if enough people on social media made. You know, but they'd probably put out a lie that I was doing something and to, to warrant that would be it would be a massive opportunity to create another whole new lie to do that too. Just even thinking about that, but they they could they could do that if they want, or you just if you're not causing any problems and it doesn't, you know, and you maybe you're covered up and you have a hoodie and you're kind of just wearing shades and you kind of just kind of can get by and then just enjoy it and what I don't know, you know. I, uh, you could go to the events typically, you know, looking at your questions here. I, I greatly appreciate you, Dave saying AEW would benefit, uh, from having me on the brand. Thank you very much. We will, uh, we will see what the future uh, holds with everything. I've just, I know I have. I know where everything needs to be and I know what I'm capable of. And I'm uh, very, always very confident and that's, but I know the work that has to be done. And it's, I think that's, it's uh it's a very cool thing. And I'm very happy to see 
how I'm able to, to keep cranking it up and cranking it up and getting the brain kind of going again. And it's, uh, and, and just trying to stay focused. Cause like I said, there's a lot of distractions and, and the social media stuff is a very frustrating thing. And, and I've just really, I go, I can only control these things right now. And I have to, I have to do this. I, I, people are aware of the social media stuff, but the only way this is going to get changed is forming a, a good enough connection and getting meetings with the right people. This is, it's it. And like, if I can get my Twitter fixed too, if Elon can come around and, and fix my Twitter, which is why I'm pretty vocal on there, that's going to be enormous for me individually as a brand and everything that I've said, I feel like it's going to lift a weight off of my shoulders that people are going to see that finally, like, Jesus Christ, this guy has been telling the Jesus, this guy has been screaming, help me people, anybody, this is what's going on to complete silence on all of this. And I, I just, I know there's those of you knows that can see it, that that follow close enough that can see it, but it's gonna for a big chunk, it's gonna it's gonna really take a load off of me that I go that this, and I know what's going to happen. I know it never should have happened. It never should have been allowed to happen. But in, Elon has exposed a lot of this of what's going on. I I just I I'm just choosing to believe because I, he's talked about so much that it's so complicated they're not able to fix it yet. That's all that I can hold on to and just remain positive with it. But like the other platforms and the things going on, I have no control. And it's like Instagram still has me shadow banned over a meme. And like I said, not tells people that I routinely put out misinformation in which I even have wrestler guys I'm friends with. They go, hey, and one of them, I, I followed somebody I hadn't talked to in, in a while. And they message and they go, I'll follow you once. He goes, I don't want to do this because I just got off of, of having something on my account. And he's afraid that they might shadow ban him just from following an account they say spreads misinformation. And I just go, this stuff is so damaging. I go, if anyone that follows my content to see it, you would, you would think like I'm heavily involved in politics or, or everything going on. And I'm like, no, couldn't be any further from the truth. But this is done. The longer this goes on, the greater the negative impact has on everything. And because it, it never anticipated that being away from wrestling this long, but it's all timed out in a very odd, strange way with everything and getting my trademark finally. And like, and then finally, then, you know, if that would have been last year, it was nowhere near ready with it. But it's like, it's almost like that was protecting me from myself in a really screwed up way. Even though I know to keep my health a priority, it's still because it, the, the anger of wanting to get payback is so great that I have to try to control and, and, and keep calm because it's like when you really break it down, I go, these evil motherfuckers are trying to fucking destroy me and ruin my life and hurt me, hurt me with zero care with this. And, and this is, it's up to me to use this huge negative and make it the most motherfucking positive thing and make so much fucking money and help so many fucking people over the years with what this has fucking allowed me to prove. And it's the only way I could, I can process but i have to control that i have to control that those other thoughts with it and i feel like that it's if i wouldn't have got that trademark earlier i the 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 i may not have been exactly even where i am mentally now and i may have just been more on the payback now motherfuckers right and i've just got to try to just use that energy it's great to have that energy but use it in a, in a very positive productive manner at the right time in the right place strategically because it, it is an evil evil play you're going up against the most evil of evils 
people with that. And, and it, Elon and them have exposed this and talked about this and people, it's on all platforms. And so then when you see, you go, go look at what the numbers were and ask yourself, why are the numbers simultaneously all now what they are? And, you know, you could come up with excuses. You could say anything. You, you can go, you know, you've been talking about this for a while. It doesn't, something doesn't add up. I think at the end of the day, whether you want to believe they're connected to this or not, even with the proof of, of, of with, with them wanting the social media accounts and everything I've been told personally from some of these companies, like you, you can at, at the least, I think, see something isn't quite right. So we're getting closer and closer. Good to see all of you. Let me get to hear some of the new comments here. Uncle Todd would throw a football over the mountains. Oh, there's a second super chat. Hold on. Yeah, somebody saying, saying, imagine all the money you lost. You should definitely uh, be compensated. It, it's it's a very difficult thing. And it's very, but you got to look at, so you look at the financial side of things from organic traffic and getting that completely taken away and removing my name as an interest on all the platforms marketing wise, so that I can't market to people that were fans of me. That shows, and then if, I don't know if you've seen WWE, like they promote their relationships with like Twitter and TikTok on all their platforms and use them on NXT. Like they are tied in. Like it is very easy to, to for these things, and we've seen what these companies do for on the political end of things. And it's this is what I've been trying to say. I've been telling this before the political stuff came out. Go back and look, because I was living it. But you do, but brand perception wise, because then what it does for people that haven't been following the the first thing that they haven't seen all the work and how active in that you don't need to be on TV to be relevant. You're relevant because you're relevant on social media and build a following and people engage with you which I've always had. I've had it at a very high level and that has been taken away where the following is there and not being able to see. And so it hurt its brand perception. And then over time, people go, you're just irrelevant. Oh, people, you're not irrelevant, but that's why I post the analytics. So people can see, wait a second, that's great engagement. That should be being seen. Why is it only being seen by 1000 people when he has nearly 1.4 million followers? That's very odd. And the, but you've got to be able to have a little common sense too. And, not everyone unnecessarily has that right, but it's perception with that. And so much damage is done, which is why I decided years ago to get vocal. I go, because if this gets fixed, everyone's going to know it is not going to go unnoticed now with it. And in WWE, I'm telling you at some point in time, legally, this is, can be revisited with this, was it with this at any point in time and having the, the letter with the NDA from them of wanting the social media accounts in 2016 is, is, proof uh, of they wanted my accounts and, and would have motivation to work with their partners to silence my voice because that was what they were trying to do. They wanted to take my voice away. And then they would have just done what they would have done to my new accounts with, with it, what they did. But, you know, my business accounts are all shadow banned and suppressed at just various times for no, not violated one rule on those and it ran very professionally and well. And you have to ask yourself, why would, you know, a natural supplement company be, be, be restricted and be, be suppressed. And I built up, we built up a great following. Kylie's done so well on that. And the followers just go down every month because it, it's going down because it's been, been shadow banned and suppressed. And so, but I just got to keep, keep on going one day at a time. Let me get to that second super chat. Welcome to the Ryback Show. 
Thank you for subbing. Yeah, we have uh we're about to hit 430,000 subscribers here. Used to get hundreds of thousands of views and, and millions on, on some of the videos. I even took down a, two or three of the videos that had over a million views. Um because I didn't like what I was doing for the eat. I ate large amounts of food and not healthy. And one of the sugar videos and uh, that I've talked about a few times. Another super chat here. Randy, thank you, Randy Craftman. Did you want to shell shock Eric uh, Konevsky during your, your interactions? Props to you for not losing your cool. Can't say the same for Braun Strowman, LOL. Yeah, I didn't. I actually saw a clip of, of, of the Braun. I don't, I don't know what led up to it or what happened and I, I talked about that i saw some of the bodybuilder ones he did uh after i saw the video that that he did i never once i i i told you guys when i talked about it the other day the guy jacked up guy he's a little shorter uh but looked great in great shape with it and uh he he like does videos where he pranks like fitness influencers or it, it calls people out on like their height or weight if like you know it's like if he would have met me and, and, and he goes, well, how tall are you? And, and, and what do you weigh? What do you weigh? And like, and if I would have, if I would have tried to like fluff my numbers and say, oh, I'm six, four and, uh, and 300 pounds. And then he pulls out the tape measure and the scale. And I know I just lied to him. And then you call and he, well, you're six, two and in 280. Right. But the people that are honest are close and they look good. So it just kind of depends on, on if you tell somebody, uh, it, but he didn't do that with me. He didn't do any of that. And I would have been as honest as I probably could have been pretty spot on with what I was wearing, actually. And uh, with all of that and, and guessed exactly even with shoes on and the uh, but he was just he was just trying to um, I saw the camera guy there and I was fine with it with those. And it, it's an opportunity to just to get more people to follow you on social that like so if anyone ever like that, I, I've always I've done quite a few of the things I've always, I thought handled them pretty well. And, uh, he was, he was pretty, uh, innocent. And like it was nothing on it was really, uh, was, was agitating. And the, the video was definitely edited. Some of it too. I was there and he was talking, we talked quite a bit with it, but like he was staying in character with it. And I didn't know what I told you. I didn't know if something was wrong with him or if he was playing a part. Cause the guy he said he was later when he said it was all, I didn't, I had no idea. I, go, I didn't even know who you were pretending to be. I just thought you, you, you know, I just thought you were the way you were with it. But uh, you know, other people, I guess it, it just depends. And, and it, when you're, my thing is what I talk about, it's never good to try to make content at the expense of somebody else if they don't approve of it. And oftentimes I think that's why people that are famous or have a big following, they can get upset if somebody comes in and is trying to make them look bad. And some of them do it. And he, he never did anything where, and I think it probably depends on, because he, he knew of me from work, had one of his friends on my show. And I mentioned that about, we had a conversation about him. He played like a bodyguard in one of the, these uh, prank videos with it so he may have already like known that oh i don't want to he's cool i'm not gonna try to say anything to that that might trigger him with any of it but uh i you never know what what's being said to other people where they might bring up something that's really bad or say something you know with it so but it was his stuff it was oh from what i saw was pretty innocent i do think though and i because I, I saw like the billy gunn one where he mentioned like didn't approve of filming and like I do think it, it's like I do think uh, the professional way to handle that stuff is 
personally, if I was going to do that, is is I would only do videos with people that wanted the videos. Like I wouldn't film stuff and keep filming it. If somebody goes, "Hey, man, what do you?" I don't. I don't want to be a part of this. Let, let's knock it off. I, I would go, no problem. I understand. And I would just work with whatever content I could get from the people I could get, rather than put something making somebody look bad when I went up and was. You know what I mean? And it's they. they they can be allowed to say no, but the natural reaction, if somebody comes up with a camera recording and they don't ask and they're just recording and then they start asking you stuff, like people are going to get upset more often than not at that, just because it, it, it's offensive to like, rather than a professional, what professionals do is they come up and they ask, Hey, is it cool? You know, if we, we record and we're not, we're three, a few questions and they might ask you what the questions are they're like, all right, let's just go. If I don't want to answer, I'm not going to answer, but at least you're consenting to, to, being a part of making the content. Whereas if you don't, you just come up and you start going and you're just filming instantly red flags go off. And most people on that I've been around it enough to know, and I know how to handle it where I'm not, there's just, you know, no good, you know, can come from any, and you'll oftentimes see people just go completely silent and they just, and the people keep going and they keep going and they keep filming and they're just looking to get anything you know, it's like if somebody comes up and has has a camera and they're recording and they come up and, and, and just come up and get really loud and, and filming me. What do you blah, blah, blah about CM Punk, blah, 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 blah. And like, then it's just you're sitting there. Like, what are you going to do? And in reality, the best thing to do on that is whoever you're with and just say, can you call them to get security over and get rid of these people? And just you could just stare at them and just keep a keep a straight face, not and just smile at them anything but but they and they, they'll probably just start saying more and more and more stuff their goal is they want you to snap and, and then they got the footage and then they're going to go viral and ryback blows lid on 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 fan asking about cm punk at wrestling convention you know what i mean and, but that's what it's just professional to ask in and, and, and most of the, like and that guy is the way he was doing it i really most of the guys would play along with it and you'd probably get better content and you don't it's not creating content at a ne on a negative expense. And that's why I don't like the prank videos of getting people when they don't know about it, like really harmful ones to different ones that could emotionally kind of maybe mess up somebody's day. And it's like, got to just be conscious of this stuff a little bit. That'd be my only thing that I would say about that. But I don't, I don't get agitated when I see that. And like, it, it's, I know how to handle myself. I've done enough media and enough things, you know, Uh, wrestlers are getting smaller and smaller. You noticed, I think there's, uh, I, I overall, I think that depending on, on the promotion, I, I, I think there's definitely more guys on the smaller end in general on the roster. I still think there's just as big of guys in most eras and, you know, but, but maybe not as many, you know, you know, Omos, Sorry, I'm taking a drink of my mango candy. Wake up a limited energy available on feedmemore.com. Save big with discount code MYSTERYBOX today until midnight Pacific. How big? That's the mystery. Um, That's my next commercial. The, uh, what's the, I'm, I've got sidetracked there. The mango candy threw me off. I apologize. Oh, but Omos, Sorry. The uh, Omos, whereas, you know, in WCW, you had Kevin Nash. You had you had the giant big show with it. Uh, you had Sid at, at one point. 
uh, I'm just trying to think of like just the giants that were there. That the roadblock was on the roster for a bit. They were like there were a lot of just big bodied guys, not necessarily doing stuff all the time, all of them. But but in general, then on top of it, you have there wasn't the drug testing that there was at least in WWE, and I think the awareness, and I think this is a very good thing, and that a lot of people. I am completely against steroids and pro wrestling outside of, of TRT, HRT, monitored by a board-certified physician, and, and really, and, and for health purposes, and most of the rosters would benefit from being in the guys being on that and being protected and, and being treated and monitored with that rather than, you know, but but in other promotions don't have the drug testing. But I feel like there's more awareness on, on the, how the negatives of, of real bad steroid abuse is too, and so there's more guys that are not willing to do that and realize they don't have to do that to make money doing what they love, and I think that is a great thing. That's why I also, though, I'm very adamant about I feel like you have to protect those that have that unique ability to look like the guys of the past without having to do what the guys of the past did, and it, it's really, you know, there's there's a handful of talents that, that are genetically, it's like you got to protect your attractions and then the ones that that go that extra mile because it does it's work it takes extra work and discipline on a whole other level and it's it's a big chunk of being too of 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 what it takes to be a star and having multiple things and the more things you have checked off the better It, it it's not a negative it's a massive positive with it but there's more guys, you know, not doing that now. So in overall people that would be on the smaller end anyways, are even much smaller than guys who might've been similar height wise of the past, right. With it. So, and it, you don't have, you know, the, you know, as many monsters, you know, you don't have the undertakers and canes and as you know, you have now more smaller guys on the roster, whereas before it might've been more big dominate, big guy dominated, in the different characters and things and, and the smaller guys were, were fewer that that is now kind of the opposite with it so and it's weird it, it's almost like and i hope that does i always thought that I was like, is there like booking heat like with from like the like smaller guys they're like this is our time now buster and like like you know what I, it's like wait a second like hey let's all this is you know let's not throw the book out the window of what the, you know let's keep certain things in place, but it's like, look, we're not, we're not nobody. I think we're, all styles are completely uh, essential to pro wrestling. And I've always been a fan of having a balance uh, of it. So, but I always wonder that like, cause if, if the, the, some of the booking stuff that favored the bigger guys in the early years, and it's just the, the, the rise on the other end and not letting go of that power. Let me, I missed a couple super chats here. Let me, uh, Wayne super chat coming on in Wayne Garland. Would you uh, ever go back to WWE Ryback? Would you ever go back to WWE Wayne? I'm taking it. This is your first time listening to the Ryback show. Um, there's it, it, that it's, it's a very complicated question and I've talked about it a lot. When people ask with things, I get my trademark here any day. Could be four weeks. It could be any day. It, we're, it, it's just a matter of it being delivered and, and sent over. And uh, once I'm in possession of that, it'll be a very beautiful, beautiful time, moment, and day. And um, 
and can close the book on things. You know, they they know Hunter is fully aware of everything and, and from the, the settlements that went back and forth with the trademark stuff. And they my piece has been said. And uh it, it there's it, it is not a it comes from them and a lot of wrongs need to be made right up front before we can even and even with that, it's so it's not even on my radar right now. And I think it's uh, and I and I, I let I made sure and I let him know that I go it will be over and it'll be done. There'll never be anything after a certain point once I make that decision of like it's not even and I, I'll just forget it. It'll just be forgotten. And but I will expose the truth that that I will I, I swear to God on my grave if there's one thing I will I will prove what they have done and this is going to come back in some way shape or form if they don't if they don't do the right thing at some point in time. And it's they will see the forty-eight laws of power, that whole that whole mindset and approach. It is so outdated, and it is and it is they have not evolved to keep up with the times on it. And it will that will be the nail in the coffin. Braden McLean, thank you for the super chat. Hey Ryback, thanks for being such a real guy. Did you believe you deserved uh, your WrestleMania title shot against Cena as a finalist in the Royal Rumble? It just wasn't what was in the, the, the plans for the story, unfortunately. Uh, it was, and I've talked about that. And the, again, the other things with my legal situation with them that were dictating a lot of this, even being put of this spot, it was, it is what it is. I, the role was not for me, even though I was the, the, you could argue I was the most over person or one of the most over acts in the company for a period of, of 2012 and 13 with that it was it was it was for cena to go on to face the rock and you know how they protect their main storylines i literally was brand new it just was on it was an unfortunate it was never and it could have been fine losing all that if we just would have paid it off when we eventually me and him did the program that would have made everything that would have made everything of that entire booking from the baby face losses and into the heel turn all would have made sense because that was why it was explained to me to get me to go along with it, by the way, was that I failed as the baby face, the good guy. And this is the the turning on Cena. And, and that was the, the beginning of evil Ryback of like to, to doing anything I, I can do to maximize to to realize my dream of becoming champion. This me and Vince talked about this before I went and fell on my face at WrestleMania, which is why I agreed to go and do that. That that wasn't me messing up my finish. It was that was planned, rehearsed, and practiced. And don't get I was nervous because Mark is it was Mark. We was a few times Mark didn't go up. We didn't get up when we were practicing the shell shock. And because he, he he's a very large guy, when he jumps, he's golden. But like, and it can be no. He, he's uh, he he didn't like he he's, he didn't like getting picked up, and rightfully so. He's a very large human being, and I'll never. And, and so, but we got it where we were, I was really confident and we got like, he's, he's a very large man and hooking him properly. And at the end of a match and he's going to be tired and I'm going to have been going, even though I could do anything, I feel like at any point in conditioning w- was great. He's a very large human being with it. And to then get him and have to walk over to the ropes and then like trip and fall on my face with it. And me and Vince talked in gorilla that day. I'd been trying to see him in the hotel all week. And I had to wait and we about a 30 minute conversation on all of this on the payoff of, of becoming the champion, you know, and so you agree that because you know, that makes sense. And, and then, and then for that not to happen, 
with it, you know, then it didn't pay off. It didn't make any sense. And I think it frustrates a lot of people. I think a lot of people will make things that think it's my fault or whatever. It it just wasn't what the role called for, unfortunately, with it. And, you know, so do I think it would have been, it would have been an unbelievable opportunity to have gotten red hot like that. And that momentum was used and win the Royal Rumble and go on and main event WrestleMania, right? That was all explained to me in when I dropped the lawsuit and that they were going to take care of me and talked about it. It was just a strained relationship. I was threatened never to bring it up to Vince by the people below him. It created a very fucked up, screwed up relationship with me and that company. And it, it, it changed everything from the day all the ankle stuff happened and all this BS. Everything was always great prior to that. It would have remained. I would have. It, 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 it greatly, greatly just hurt everything. And it was never anything of me. It was me trusting them and, and, and doing what they wanted and being a quote unquote good soldier. And it's like to get a knife stabbed in your back and then over and over and over and over again. And for, you know, for you to get away and them to, to what's the guy in, in Mortal Kombat, Scorpion, get over here and latch onto all your social media and just keep stabbing. It's a man. It, it can create a, a, a lot of hate. You got to control that. Thank you for the super chat, guys, on those. Always like your super chats. Do I think Wade Barrett is doing great commentary on SmackDown? I do think uh, Bray is doing great commentary on SmackDown. I enjoy listening to him and Michael Cole together. And I think he's just going to continue to get better and better. And, uh, you know, he was with NXT. I'm very happy he's now on SmackDown. And I'm a big fan of having people that were wrestlers be on commentary. And he's very, he's always from day one since Dusty Rhodes put him on commentary in FCW down at Florida Championship Wrestling. He has been, he's been outstanding on commentary. Uh, Did me and Axel take our tag team serious? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was, I've always felt bad because it was, that was what I always call my punishment period. And I felt bad that he got, he, he was kind of, after the stuff with Heyman and we were both kind of uh, there was a lot going on. I'll tell you, it was the most fun I had up there tagging with him. It was, we, it was allowed to go out there and we just worked and uh, I worked a little, I didn't work as, uh, as strong, I guess you could say as, as baby face Ryback or, or, or even singles heel Ryback. But uh, with Axel, I, I, I brought it down and that was by design because we were doing much longer matches and I still protected myself. But I was when you're working and you're working a, a large amount of other guys and smaller guys too that do different things. You have to adjust a little bit with it, and it was uh, and you're not in that protected slot as much, and and so you, and you just you know how to do it. You just it's a fine balance with all of that. And the guys, and once you're cool, like too, and everybody, we all got along, and um, but it was the most fun I had with it. And we, our, I thought all of our our promos and everything were gold, and, and we, were, we had so much fun. Everyone was always laughing, the writers, and it was always for .com. And, and uh, I always, I, I just, again, I feel, I, I feel bad that Axel wasn't featured more with all of it. And it, it was like, even though it was, we were booked on everything and it kept, you know, him booked and, and we got to even main event some stuff together. And like, we, it was, it was a fun run. I, w- I, I do wish we had a run with the tag titles together because I always feel like that, that it is a, that that was a successful tag run because we worked with all the teams and we tagged long enough, you know, it would have been nice even if, you know, if it was a month 
it would have been nice to 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 have that for me and him together like because otherwise you can kind of get you know just kind of it's kind of forgotten and, and i think a lot of people it was forgotten in a lot of ways by many with everything and then i came back and did the baby face thing and and he you know and then we ended up having to wrestle a bit and he was you know i, I love him man nothing but love and respect for him and I, I hope he gets another opportunity. I, I would like to see him have one one nice nice last run. I think AEW has a very good roster of powerhouses and guys that are doing very well that are that are that are just keep getting better and or I just enjoy watching them. I don't know why Vance Archer's not on. He's taller, I know, but he's a big guy, man. He's a nice, he's a really nice guy. He's always been, we've I've always gotten along really well with him and uh, and hope he can get some momentum going on television. It's a difficult thing. People don't realize, I think you realize and what happens is people appreciate even like, in, in like stuff in the past and you realize, I, I think sometimes people can, I don't know. It's just weird how they view things and, but how difficult, difficult it is in pro wrestling to have any sort of run is, is not easy. It is very, very difficult with it. And uh, whether, no matter how short or how long it is, it is, it's just a difficult thing in general, but looking at, I got another super chat here. Uh, what is one dream match you want to have Ryback? Uh, I don't know necessarily dream matches. I, I just, I really anticipate my next thing. If my next thing is what I, what I personally, what I, what I have down and, and what I've envisioned, that's what I'm most excited for. I, and I, think it will be a huge weight lifted off of, of things that of uh in turning a massive negative in, into the biggest positive ever and uh and i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be a very beautiful beautiful thing i would love to see ryback in a 50 person midget royal rumble would you like to participate in that, Bobby? I would book myself that on an indie match for a. I, I'm not opposed. That might be one of my bookings that I do just for my own personal. My list is the to to be the last one in in a midget battle royal. The return of Ryback in where some random place, Ashland, Kentucky. The return of Ryback in a 30 man midget battle royal. Packed arena. Nobody knows I'm going to be there, though, but it's still a packed arena for the midgets. And then the Feed Me More music hits, and I come out and just destroy all the other midgets and toss them under. It's the bottom rope. They don't can't go over the top. So I throw them all through the, the, the bottom rope, and, and I'm back, baby. I could check that off my list. You imagine the outrage. I just, I only, that should be another thing I talked about before. I only take independent matches against midgets or women. With that, and the women have to be under a certain weight as well. Just the biggest bully in the world. 
I should see how long I could do that for. <laughs> oh man. You know how much people would, so many people would be so upset. The old fight someone your own size story. I could tell that better than anyone. Just highlight videos on my TikTok of just tossing midgets all around. I, I'm telling you, I could, I could make that work. I could make that work. Dad with beers at the event. Their tasers or pellet guns ready to take me out. Uh, yes, I still love wrestling as much as I did. As I absolutely have and always will. I don't know if you've ever been told I haven't, or I've never. I, I've always loved pro wrestling, and uh, it, that that I think is one of the the big big lies that got put out at one point in time by the person that got paid to to say it was that I, I was against the pro wrestling business, and that was very strategically done, by the way, and it, it's going to backfire at that person. And I, I expect that person to reach out at some point before or, or after things are done because the truth is going to make them look really bad. And they're going to, and they, and that's why I think they're trying to prevent that. Wait, am I not allowed to say the word midget? TikTok, my live access was removed. I bet you is for saying the word midget. Ah. I knew this is why you have fun on the show. You can't even say words anymore. My God, I'm going to have to appeal that. Guys, we were just talking about in the context. I'm not really going to throw midgets around. For the love of God. This technology, it is it's too much. Ryback the jobber, don't return. You'll just hurt people on purpose. That's only what you believe. That's, I feel bad for you. That's what you believe, though, cash money. But it's not the truth, buddy. Okay, Kyle says, midget is a derogatory term now. The politically correct term now is cutie pies. <laughs> oh, that got me. I, I thought you were really going to just have little people. I'm like, no, no, I'm aware but I, I have people that are midgets that I consider a good acquaintances or I wouldn't say friends, but the people I, I'm friendly with and they have no problem. They use the word midget. So I think maybe some people, I'm like, man, can't even say the word midget anymore. Yeah, everyone's letting me know midget is a derogatory word. Jesus. Uh, I, I I can't I, I can't can we say Jesus? Who made me tell him about that? What my my indie run? What I want to do? Jeez, that, that just ruined everything. My damn TikTok live. Uh, your live and guest live access will be restored on April twentieth. No, we're gonna appeal that. Yeah, hateful behavior. But, yeah, yeah, so we don't allow content that uh, attacks, threatens, incites violence against, or dehumanizes an individual or group. Did I dehumanize midgets by saying midget? This was all in the context of pro wrestling. I submitted my appeal 
I should hear back from that in five months for my one for my 10 day suspension or eight one week suspension from the live. My God. Hopefully they get back to that that appeal today when they realize that I'm just talking about booking myself. God. What, what are we going to be? We can't even have fun anymore. But just talking about wrestling some some women and, and midgets, little people, people lose their shit. This guy's a threat to society. Super chat, Wayne Garland. Thank you. Ryback, do you agree with Roman still being champ? Yeah, I think it's a great storyline. I, uh, I can understand why some people want it off of him, and I can understand why other people want to keep it on him. It's a something that does not happen that often and you know it will be a very big thing for the person who beat beats him right or should at least well the, now with tiktok i know i can't i've used the word midgets in the past on maybe it was just the amount i did say it quite a bit and maybe just the ai was like this guy's really going in hard on that midgets the word midgets that has to be what it is. The AI just, we, midgets, red flag, midgets, red flag, midgets, 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 red, 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 block, block, block. The the, the AI with, with an 80s mindset. Do I think Vince is running Raw and Triple H is running SmackDown? I have no idea, Tank, what's going on. I don't know. I don't, Vince, I would, I would, I would hate myself if I really gave any serious thought to that. Like if I was, you know, showering, lathering up my big guy body with a nice old spice, nice bear claw body wash that was accidentally put in one of my grocery bags the following week that I've never bought before, but smells delightful. And I'm just over there just scrubbing my, my God, my chest is getting meaty again. And then I just go, I wonder if Vince is running around on Hunter's work. God damn, my fucking pecs feel good. I wonder if Vince is running around on Hunter's running SmackDown. You know, you know what I mean? Like I would really, really loathe the person that I'd become if I was thinking thoughts like that. To answer your question, though, I, I, I don't know now that you've put it in my head. And I hope to God next time I'm in the shower that, that I don't remember doing this and then think about it in the shower. Okay. Uh, no, did I ever get my picture of Fabrice? I have not. I have not. They don't. He did not like pictures. He, he didn't. He, his sons did not have pictures. It's. Uh, I think about him every day, man. So, it's. Uh, it. It absolutely is. Is just a massive blow on personal, professional, in every way, shape, and form. And uh, it, 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 it kills me. So I really wanted to be able to help him uh, much more with his situation, with everything. So, But he, uh, he played a big role, man. He helped me more than he'll ever know. He knew. I told him frequently. But still, you know, life is short. And I think it's given me uh, uh, more of an appreciation of different things. I think it's lessened uh, some hate in me a little more because I, I just think that comes with time and going through different experiences. And, you know, it sucks. You can get Feed Me More Nutrition on Amazon as well. Not all of the supplements are available on Amazon yet. 
we have all the pages. We have multiple multiple products on there uh, with that. And we're getting ready to go a little more aggressive on that in the upcoming months as well. Yeah, Kyla, yeah, TikTok, it was, I knew, I've been pretty good at, I haven't had been, this hasn't happened to me in a long time on the lives on TikTok, because I, I usually am pretty good, at it, but I didn't think the word, like, cussing, excessive cussing could also probably, I, I think has done it. They've always reversed them in the past on the lives anyways, on the appeal. So I'm hoping that that's the, the, the same situation with that. But I, I just, I can't believe talking like about, literally talking about pro wrestling, you know, I can understand if I was, but even you got to understand like the context of joking. Like if I'm talking on the show and I go, oh, I'm just running down the street and kicking midgets. Like I clearly talking about something in, in, in a sarcastic manner, most likely that you would think, but like, we were literally, I was talking, I say, we, and I'm bringing you guys into it. We've got guys, we were just talking about wrestling, but we, we literally, I literally was just talking about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh. My greatest achievement is is Instagram on the meme, shadow banning it, it, it with the the enhanced shadow ban of ninety days, and telling people that my I spread misinformation from a meme. That to me is is I, I've never had that. I've never had it happen. It was a meme in my story, and it, they and I go, whoa! Now we're like going to tell people this. That's a little much, don't you think? After you just did that for two years and not explaining why, when I didn't even have a violation, like come on. Thank you, Matt. Yep, no doubt. You got to keep moving forward. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Yeah, what do I think about the WWE draft? Yeah, the WWE draft. I think that's going to be a good opportunity for them to to get the rosters mixed up and uh, and, and shuffle some things up and maybe bring some other people in and, and see, uh, see what things are going to look like for the upcoming year with that. Those always are, are just opportunities for them to, to get the, the matchups that they want to get in the upcoming year or two or things they want to visit and, and get the right people on the right shows and maybe, maybe start them some things fresh, get some people away from other people. There's always a multitude of reasons uh, in, in making the moves uh, and getting the people and it's just kind of a break in the routine of the 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 week to week shows where it's something a little different on the show so that doesn't happen all the time good to see all of you guys super chat acw online thank you buddy do i think the hall of fame is meaningless anyone can get in and members like uh snoop and people who have done nothing who have done who have nothing to do with wwe also thoughts on nfl draft um well i guess anything uh, in the hall of fame has the different sectors obviously with things right and and i think it it is uh i i can't i think it means a lot to the people who are inducted into it and but you know there's no real i think it, it just what it is it's Vince and Hunter or Vince and Hunter and maybe uh, us, maybe Kevin Dunn. Maybe there's select people maybe within Vince's ear, you know, that that were, who, were that, that influence. So it, you were being inducted in by a, that group of people. That That's your 
the the, the voting committee on it. There's not it's not like uh, the other uh, Hall of Fames, right? Where where and even those are, are, are highly flawed in in many ways because a lot of it's not voted on by your peers. If that's one of the thing, you know, Hall of Fames in general, you know, everyone that, that if you're getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, then the the vote it should be a group of people every year and everybody who's wrestled there for, at any point in time, even say the requirements are you had to wrestle in the company for a year and and then everybody is included in the voting of who for the Hall of Fame. In, in that way it's voted past present are all involved in that and recognize right and then it would be really meaningful that you're really you're getting voted in by the people that are doing what you did that are saying that you had a hall of fame worthy career with this it's the same thing in the sense so it's just from vince in that small group so it does it does mean a lot to the people going in that they're being inducted in right for and to be recognized and with that i just think there's just in hall of fames in general you know I think it, it, there's something about it that's more meaningful from the respect of your peers with that. And, and when, when you're voted in by your peers rather than – and wrestling is a very hard thing because everything is physical acting with it, right? So I don't – I just uh, I just think there's ways that Hall of Fames could be made more meaningful maybe. But, it, you know, it, I don't think it's meaningless. With that. I do think it, it, it was created – Primarily, just from knowing what I know, just another way to create revenue from a business standpoint. But I, I think a lot of good comes from that, which it does with with the people that do get inducted and it allows them to be remembered with the families to, to to relive it one last time and to be recognized for for their for their efforts. Right. So I would never ever ever say it's meaningless because that would be disrespectful to the people you know that are in it or that it it it. it really really has a lot of meaning to i'm on it um and on as far as the uh the draft the was it the nfl draft uh I, i've never watched any of the drafts ever like i, I might have seen like clips on sports center i don't watch drafts or anything i've never i never have i i don't hate them i'm not like I, i'm not i just never have uh i understand that like the very cool exciting moments for kids and families the changes their lives getting that first the NFL contract and that guaranteed money and for, for especially the higher the picks, right. Where they can, they're able to help their families out. And a lot of them are struggling and that's why it's really cool with all of that. But I'm just, I'm just a fan of watching the games for the most part. I don't, I, I, I'm, it's just me. I try not to get distracted in the lives of others as much as possible. Cause I'm, I'm trying to build for me and my family and what I, and the things I enjoy where I don't get too caught up. And that's not one of my top forms of like entertainment. That I'm gonna pick with it, so I'm just I'm kind of I'm neutral. I don't don't hate it, not like don't not obsessed with it or anything. Just just kind of just never really paid attention because it doesn't affect me. But I understand like it, its importance and then the people it affects. Good to see. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Ryback, the only man who could dethrone Roman Reigns. The tribal chief versus the primal beef. <sighs> this wake up and lit energy is hitting, hitting hard today. 
put it on put it on ice, some filtered water. Had my ISO hungry plant powered protein shake with peanut butter right before. Woo! Big guy's feeling good. Don't worry, we'll see if uh, we'll see if they they appeal the appeal goes through for the uh, for the TikTok live ban. At least you guys that one. I mean, clearly that one. It had to have been the word midgets. I, I can't think of anything else that was said that would have been. Uh, but I, I, it's a little scary that midgets is. But that was one or two. One of the the a video on there. I'm not allowed to post. I can't do stitch videos of the midgets because they make videos for you to do things with like the tiny objects. They make them on purpose. I'm friends with one of the guys, and they 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 banned they banned those videos on me right away for uh, for that bullying and hateful conduct and. So I, I guess just not even allowed to just stay away from it. But even saying the word, maybe my account was still flagged as like, this guy has a thing against midgets. So let's watch him when he says the word midgets. Midgets, midgets, midgets. Can't say bomb on a plane, sir. Bomb, 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 bomb. Me just getting handcuffed off the plane. Sir, midgets. I'll get you. I think being a little person would be awesome. I would just try to be as, as jacked and as good of shape as possible. I would hope also if I was born a little person that I was I was well endowed though. That would that would be the ultimate. That would be the ultimate. You could then you you were you were not given the gift of height, but you were given the gift of length and girth. And you could you could just you could ruin and destroy people. You go into a locker room, and they don't know that you're just this little tiny three-foot ripped and jacked little person. And, you know, they're like, oh, there's little, look at little Ryback over there coming in his little, little, little oversized little sweat hungry pants and his athletic shoes and his oversized little sweater on his little dwarfy midget body. And then just over there, just minding my own business. And then I'm in there, just take off my clothes, and they just see my massive ripped little physique. And then my schlong hanging to the floor and they're just like, oh my God. And they like hurry up and they get dressed and they, and they go out into the gym and just completely defeated. That would be the ultimate F you. And I would, I would put myself as in many situations to, to get back at people for making fun of me being a little midget. All right. Let's see. Braun breaker versus Ryback. Braun's doing awesome. If you could go back in time, what would you change? Absolutely nothing. I think that is you don't change anything. What happens happens and you go off of it. It's, that's ridiculous. What happens happens. It, it, it's everything that happens is for our favor and benefit if we if we choose to accept it. I can't, I can't live like that. Like I, I've, I've always said that too. Like, I don't, I don't believe in going back and changing anything. What happened, happened. You would have to talk to Triple H and Vince about that, buddy. I don't know. Yeah. The line was so cool. I forgot to open the cap. I typically leave it open when it's over here when I'm doing the shaker. And it closed on me, or I must have closed it after one of the, the swigs. 
so I definitely not not my not a too cool sweet moment for the big guy. Say a cool line, take try to take a sip. If you notice though, during it, I don't let it phase me. I don't go like, oh, just just go with it. I need to wake up. Good to see all of you. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hi, Shadow. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, buddy. We've talked about the Shield stuff countless times on all of it. It was uh, it was an incomplete storyline, unfortunately. As far as for me, it would have that would have that would have. Uh, that 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 storyline would have been fine had I won the championship from John Cena, and we could have actually had it where it would have made perfect sense how it was explained to me, and which I just talked about a little bit ago earlier on this show, and the Shield would have benefited from the storyline of getting the better of me, but that would have been part of the big reason that me failing at the babyface run and then turning to the dark side, in which that should have if I would have won that title on the second match with Cena or on the first one. Even if, if it was just a one, two, or three month run, would it would have been made everything a massive success in storytelling? It was left incomplete, and it is. I think it bothered a lot of people. I still think it does bother a lot of people, and I, it's just physical acting. Where unfortunately, it was just there's other things that were influenced in it, but that was what the role was. And uh, I'm just I'm it. I'm grateful that enough people recognized it and think what they think about it, and you know. That's all you could do from from a talent standpoint. ACW Online, thank you for the super chat. When you have promo segments on TV, did you and the other guys rehearse on your own time? Did you practice in a mere ever improv improve uh, like improv ever improv lines? Um, yeah, so improving happens sometimes out there. I'll give you a situation where that happened actually with me in, in the authority with Stephanie in, in Triple H in the ring. Um, the promos typically you get them. Um, they might have you out in the ring for rehearsals uh, for for uh, to 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 get placement where they want where you're going to stand and where they're going to stand and what vicinity to kind of stand and that you do this so that everyone is is. They get optimal camera shots from everyone, from all the different camera people. And this is this is where they're really good with things. And they could keep the attention and you're opened up in the right area. These are like little things that maybe people don't know like, that go, goes on on a live show on, on, a, on, a, on from a production standpoint. And that you got to just be second nature when you're out there. And so you're not all walking across each other. You know what I mean? There's there, And then you got to be you got to be able to stay there. And, and with your composure and be able to, to, to go back and forth and to do the different things um, with that. the I remember specifically uh, like when, when me and Mick Foley, uh, when I was, when I turned heel and I had that promo segment, I was in the beanie and the leather jacket. Was I in the, I was in the, the, the Ryback shirt cut off. I was in gear with the beanie on, I think with Mick. And, uh, and I had one with Jericho too, but, to me and Mick, we both like we we're backstage in the UK. He was in one hallway and I was in another. And I'm just going to my lines and, and practicing my lines because it was big chunks of like I say a bit, he says a bit, I say a bit, he says a bit, but but pretty lengthy with it. So you're going over and you have to know 
what you're saying, what he's going to retaliate with. Then you're out there and you want to be able to, you don't want to ever like interrupt them or, or cut them off. Cause this is, this is people are trying to remember their lines too. So this is where you're, you're working together and you don't want to lose track, especially when you have a lot of verbiage, you try to, to, to keep things in as professional of a manner to, to set up for, you know, going back and forth. Uh, as much as possible. And with them, and they like things to be very, especially with Vince, like things on that, they want to stay very close to the verbiage that they have on that. And then the, the timing with all of that. So like I do my thing, find a place, Mick found his, you know, hours go by a couple hours, then we meet up and, and, and you kind of, you go back and forth and then you have your paper there with you and you, you're saying your stuff and, and nothing ever goes like perfect when you're out there, but you will, you both know enough of what you're saying and what, what direction you're going that you can improv and if things need to be, you know what I mean? But you never want to like do all your lines. And then, you know, like Mick had to deliver like you four or five, six different, you know, sentences, eight sentences. You don't want to like, like, me telling Mick's like saying one or two sentences and then you try to like chime in and try to get one over on him because you could disrupt the whole thing, throw him off track. You know what I mean? That's where you, you don't do stuff like that on in, in that, at least in that environment, and especially too with, unless it's you're really going out there and that's by design. It's like, we're just going to just go. And then it's probably not going to be written in, but they very rarely, they always want some idea of the, the general, what's going to be going on. Because it's their product, it's their their storyline with it, and you're just playing the parts in it. Um, there was a time in, in going off of that, uh, where I, it was a promo segment with me and the authority. It's probably on YouTube. Um, and I had my lines and Stephanie were going back and forth, and it wasn't as nearly as much as me and Mick, but there was something where I was still talking in my line, I still had one or two more lines to deliver on, and I and I knew I did. And Stephanie went to, to go talk and to cut me off. And, and I wasn't done, which I think she thought, and they're really busy with things like they're, and this is, I love Stephanie, like things, they, they, they're going from thing to thing at TV. So then when they have lines on TV, it's different than when talents have lines because they're also like heavily involved in running. You know what I mean? It's just more, but I, and I, I just off the top of my head, I knew I still had, it was an important line or what I thought it was important just to completing and I, and I go hey, Steph Steph big guy had when the big guy has the mic the big guy does the talking and it was I just thought that was as professional of a way without even telling her to to shut up or doing anything that might be perceived as disrespectful by Vince if you go back and he's like, what are you telling that wasn't written to tell my daughter to shut up that that's a very serious thing so I just off the top of my head that was what came out just naturally me improving in the moment not knowing and uh, and she sold it perfectly. Like, and she realized I wasn't done. And I said the remaining piece. And then she went back. And I remember Randy wasn't on TV that day, and he messaged me. And uh, he goes, "That line wasn't in there, was it?" And uh, and I go, "No." And uh, <laughs> it, uh, but it was it was it was a good it was a good con- like just a little back and forth with it. And uh, but it wasn't like me trying to to get over. It was I had my lines like. But that's why it's important to have an idea what the other person's going to say. And I'm, I'm defending her. Like they're very busy. And when you have promos and they have multiple, they were doing multiple promo segments on the show. So it's impossible to know every last word of what somebody's going to say or their last sentences. That's what I would like. I tried to usually have what was their go home on every paragraph of what they were going to say so that, you know, 
and you could too with body language when they take the microphone down. And but that that's the stuff that people don't realize that's very intricate and, and, and complicated or could be complicated if you're not groomed in that system and trained and have that experience. And um, you know, it it, it, it that, that's you have that stuff and you have matches and you do it's a, it takes a very, very special people to do this. And, and like anything else that you excel at at the highest level, but that's, that's the difference though. And like things when it's not just pro wrestling, it, 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 it is physical acting and entertainment and, and all it's, it's that it's physical acting of being a pro wrestler as well as an actor or actress. And, and it, to me, it's the cool. I think it's the coolest thing in the entire world. And I think that's why so many act, people in sports and acting, they all like love that aspect of the pro wrestling that they don't get on that entertainment side of what they do. And I think that's where the, the love and respect comes in from, from other just elite people that are excelling in life, you know? I do not have any tattoos, no. Uh, I believe I have all of my action figures from WWE. I don't know if I, I, I'm pretty sure I have not seen one that I don't have. I'd have to go look. They, I'm very grateful. They made, they made quite a bit of, of different things while I was there. So they, especially early, the last couple of years, not as much. The, the first few years were quite a bit with that. <clears throat> with that guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. Uh, we've got to go work on the shoulder for probably a good 60 minutes before I do my uh, cardio and sauna conditioning and training. And uh, tomorrow's my big carb day feeding time video tomorrow as well. No Ryback show tomorrow. We will, uh, we'll see about resuming on Sunday back Sunday here. Uh, it was typically yesterday, just to let you guys know, I would have recorded yesterday. I had a uh, new palm tree installed in my backyard and it took, they took a lot longer than it was supposed to take. They, the other company, they, they did not plant the tree as deep as it needed to be planted the original one that got blown over in the wind, which when, and then they cut the tree down without my approval. They, I wanted them to dig around it to make sure it was intact because the, the tree company had said that the tree might've snapped from underneath it didn't. And in the tree was completely intact. They didn't plant it deep enough was the problem. And they didn't want to admit that they did, but I just stayed on them. And I just, I just looked and I put up a few different examples of things that this does not happen pretty much unless if the tree's intact, it's, it's a, it's a sign of not being planted deep enough. And they, they replaced it. it sucks. I lost the tree of two and a half years. That was really good size and doing really well, but I've got a, a new smaller palm back out there in the backyard. looks great. All the other trees are, 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 are coming and blooming. And uh, we're going to, we're going to have some cool, a lot of fruit this summer. It looks like with everything and potatoes and beets and different things being planted out there. But that was what it, the morning got a little busy and hectic and, I had a, a busy day in general with some business stuff for Feed Me More Nutrition. So there was no show yesterday. I apologize. But typically Sunday through Thursday for you guys. And then Friday feeding times. Uh, and various times on that. It depends on what I can get it up. But uh, I'll see what I what, what cool new thing. Maybe the Domino's tater tots, loaded tater tots for tomorrow and some pizza or something. We'll see what's on the uh, the big guy's cheat meal. I'm feeling good, though, and in better and better shape. So. Check out Feed Me More Nutrition, guys, feedmemore.com. All the Ryback merch, lots of cool Ryback merch on there as well. And uh, the discount code for today, a huge discount, is uh, discount code MYSTERYBOX. MYSTERYBOX for today's mystery discount. If you sign up for my email and text message program, feedmemore.com. Thank you guys very much for uh, the love and support and for listening. 
And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.